Welcome to The Habit Queen. I'm your host, Anya Perry, a work-life balance wellness coach, entrepreneur, and athlete. My goal is to help busy, driven women like you to feel incredible every day while they are pursuing their wildest dreams. If you're ready to take some powerful steps and build simple rock-solid habits, overcome stress, and multiply your physical and mental energy, you've come to the right place. Tune in each week and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods, and tools you need to use in order to create beautiful, healthy, and harmonious life you adore. I truly believe that you can have it all. Thank you so much for joining and let's begin. Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome back to the mini series. I'm worthy and I know it. So far, it seems like all of you are enjoying these short to the point podcast episodes related to self worth. Today, we're going to continue talking about another aspect that I believe is huge for feeling worthy of anything and everything your heart desires finding that beautiful balance, finding that equilibrium in your life where you feel like you can experience a full range of emotions, you can be compassionate towards others, and you can experience experience self-compassion. Because I believe, based on everything I'm seeing through the prism of social media and through the media generally, we are getting harder and harder on ourselves. There are multitudes of reasons for that. I'm not going to really talk about them, but I wanted to address this piece of self-worth, self-compassion. What is it? Well, let's talk about compassion first. For Compassion literally means to suffer together. And many emotion researchers, people like Brene Brown and others, they define it as a feeling that arises when you are confronted with another person's suffering and you feel motivated to relieve that suffering in a way you could experience it. With self-compassion, it's related to your own suffering, to your own confrontation of your emotions. And why I want to talk about this, because we often don't give ourselves enough kindness and care as if we were to give it to a friend, a relative, some stranger on the internet sometimes. So I think this is important because we already talked about acceptance. We already talked about judgment and self-judgment. We talked about confidence and compassion is a big piece of knowing that you are enough, you are experiencing more kindness versus judgment, you experience a feeling of common humanity versus being on your own, because I do believe, as we talked with Monica, the therapist, a few episodes back, how often we feel isolated right now, how often we feel alone. And of course, another piece of it, Christine Neff, a researcher on compassion, she talks about mindfulness versus over-identification. When we are just grabbing any thought that comes our way and run with it, instead of allowing ourselves to develop emotional intelligence, to sit with feelings and be mindful through allowing them pass through our body. I know I threw a lot that you hear. So let's talk about compassion for ourselves. Compassion, self-compassion, it's not really that different than having compassion to others. If you see a dog suffering in the street, you will have that, you know, 
tug on your heart, pulled feeling, and notice that the dog is suffering. You will acknowledge someone who is uh, being treated unfairly or having a really, really hard moment in their lives. And personally, I really, really struggle with seeing homeless people in the streets, especially moving back to California, seeing how common it is here. I actually was talking to a policeman I know and asking him, how can I safely um, share, you know, I bake sourdough for neighbors. Say, how can I share it with, with a homeless because I feel like my heart is just getting like so squeezed when I see them how much they're suffering how hard their lives is and he was sharing of course the um, many difficulties in drug addiction and what they're going through which makes things a little more complicated than just handing them over that's something I think they need so uh, so having compassion for others it's it would be the same for you when you see yourself suffering how are you gonna talk to yourself? Um, you know, so lately I've been experiencing this like split consciousness in a way. A part of me is um, the weightlifter part, the hardcore, the Russian girl will say something like, oh, suck it up, buttercup, and just keep going, keep pushing, and da 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 da. And just, uh, your feelings don't matter. Who are you? Just keep going, and you're gonna crush it. And others have it worse, all of those thoughts. But there is another part of me that now is way kinder to myself and shushes shuts up this voice because I don't believe it's good when we can produce so much warmth and care and uh, desire to help someone in any way we can and we can't do it towards ourselves. I think there's also a component of acceptance here as we talked about accepting and judging and all of them kind of interrelate but I believe compassion and self-compassion are more about kindness than anything else especially when we're making an oopsie or a big mistake because when you make a mistake I don't know about you I spent many many decades judging myself for the stupidest things I've done, the silliest, smallest things I've done, and for big mistakes too. And having a radical sense of compassion, it means accepting those feelings and not feeling the pity and just co-living the experience of suffering, failure, understanding this is a part of life as well. It's just a part of human experience. Humans suffered for a long time. And if you are familiar with anything um, from Stoicism, like Ryan Holiday's studying teachings or anything way older than Ryan Holiday, (laughs) uh, you will know that all of our emotions will pass, right? All of this stuff, all the suffering is going to pass. And I love how Dalai Lama says, If you want others to be happy, practice compassion. If you want to be happy, practice compassion. And I do want to share a few practical things after we, like, I'll share a little bit, fewer thoughts about compassion, the suffering piece of it. I do think what we can do realistically and pragmatically, it's not one of those things like, hey, eat your vegetables, right? Like, don't make sure you eat enough protein or don't do too much cardio or whatever. It's not one of those prescriptive things that you can do, but I believe with self-compassion more than anything, you can see dramatic results by doing tiny, tiny things. And you know, this is the whole premise of me recording the series because I believe we're too busy to take something huge and and start implementing it like a whole new course for our lives. But I do think we can take tiny, tiny moments of our being of our living of our existence 
break them down and if you insert the five minute pocket of joy, compassion, peace, calming down your nervous system, down regulating your stress, reducing inflammation throughout the day, if you do those things, you will expose yourself to so much more goodness and you'll build a stronger shield towards all the negative stuff like social, toxic, toxic social media, hustle culture, other people's opinions, the news that is, you know, oh, this, I actually don't even watch the news anymore. If something is happening, I'll, prob- I'll probably hear through uh, somebody reposting either on Instagram or somewhere else. And I almost don't want to get the news this way, yet I don't want to expose myself to the toxicity of misinformation and the drama around this. Uh, because often we have no control over most of the news we're seeing on TV or social media. So let's talk about the practical piece. I wanted to share a few exercises with you that you can implement actually three of them they're fairly short one of them is a bit longer and another one is more consistent just like practical every single day but before I share with you I will share with you something that radically changed my relationship with myself because the topic there are books written about self-compassion okay there are books written about acceptance but we're talking about 15 minute podcast episode I just wanted to inspire you motivate you and give you a little bit of food for thought today So what helped me to start practicing it much more, it's not necessarily hitting the rock bottom, but just realizing that I can't push myself beyond the point I was pushing myself. And I had to take responsibility for all of my feelings, for all the potential feelings. Oh my goodness, I'm going to fail. Oh my goodness, what others are going to think of me? How is this going to be looked down on? How am I going to handle this? I am fearful of that everything the whole rainbow of emotions feelings and experiences that i went through and it's been almost a year and i now can share more and more things with you that come up for me and i can see that they're very practical and implementable came up with a new word today allowing myself to feel all the things instead of feeling anxiety over oh my goodness i'm feeling stress here i'm feeling worry i'm feeling abandoned or i'm feeling rejected i'm feeling scared instead of being trying to push all of those stuff them away or avoid them or zoom speed through them i actually took the time to feel all of them yes it took the time and there are some mornings filled with tears there are some nights where I felt like I just want to curl up in the ball, but I was in such a pivotal part of my life where I actually needed to live through all of those experiences to come out on the other side, to come out in a newer identity, I guess, in a way, more accepting, more loving, more caring, not only towards others, towards my clients, towards my family, towards my friends, my pets, my everything, but myself as well, because she needed it the most. And if you're listening to this now, if you know your little inner child or your girl within you wants to come out, but she needs this love. She needs this kindness. Let's talk about the practicality of it. So one of the things I ask most of my clients, the first one, is the exercise that um, it comes up a lot. I did not invent this, I swear. It's just a coaching tool and it's something I've been using for probably eight years now. I will ask my somebody who's struggling and beating themselves up and trying to push through the suffering I would ask them what would you tell yourself if you're your best friend how would you treat a friend yourself as a friend 
what would you say about your actions and the thoughts? And often it gives you like a huge coin dropping moment because, oh wow, she would not tell me that I'm a piece of crap. (laughs) She would not tell me that I'm going to fail at this. She would not tell me that I should just suck it up buttercup. She might have said that jokingly, but for the most part, she would sit there with me, co-suffering, co-miserating, co-living this experience and be there for me holding space. She would be kind. She would bring me a warm beverage, a comfortable beverage like Sheldon Cooper. And she would just be there for me. Here's your answer. This is what you need to be for yourself. That's the exercise number one. Ask yourself on any given day, what would your best friend say? How would she treat you? What would she say about your thoughts and actions right now? The second one is a bit longer. I would recommend taking a time, like 30 minutes on a weekend, and writing a letter to yourself from your future self. I'll be honest with you, this one has been really triggering. I'm about to do another round of this exercise. I think in a couple of months I will be ready for it. But this provoked so many happy tears, so many deep emotions, so much trauma resurfacing for me. When I did that about a year ago, yeah, about I think September, that's when I did the last time. I actually need to pull it up and read it because it's pretty cool. So you write a letter to yourself from your future self saying, hey girl, (laughs) this is year 2025 and you are this. This is what's happening to you and you pushed through that and you overcame something you thought you couldn't and here's who you are now here's what's going on in your head here's what's going on in your life here's how you live it it's so beautiful and it's so kind and it's gonna make you smile it's gonna make you cry it's gonna make you super happy and also devastated (laughs) it's a really 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 good exercise so write a letter to yourself from your future self And the last one is going to be the one I mentioned that you will have to practice it daily. You will have to focus on it because I've shared it multiple times on the podcast that your mind is nothing is wrong with you. Your mind is prone to negative thinking. This is your reptilian brain protecting you. This is your safety mechanism kicking in. All of it, your anxiety, your overthinking, your rumination, all of it. If you had a moment in your life when you haven't felt safe, you're abandoned, you're rejected, you're traumatized, you're abused, you will experience it even more than normal people do. And who hasn't had anxiety in the last couple of years, okay? Let's be honest there. I wanted to encourage you to change your self-talk because you're not everything you're thinking. Most of your thoughts aren't true. Most of your thoughts have a meaning you give it right? All the things, all the actions and all the interpretations of things around you have a meaning you granted, like access granted to this thing. And we're going to name this, this. So I want to ask you, how does your harsh talk serve you right now? I ask myself that when I start getting away from self-compassion, more towards self-judgment, more towards harsh criticism. And I ask myself, so, okay, does it help you right now? Really? (laughs) Are you really going to push? Like I was hiking yesterday and I was like, are you really helping you right now? Should you just take a breather because your heart rate is through the roof? And maybe you should slow down instead of telling yourself, Russians are tough, just keep it up. You know, uh, being honest, to be honest with you, I was not 
the best at it for a long, long, long time. I was not taught how to talk to myself nicely. I was not taught how to reprogram my brain, how to rewire those thoughts. And changing your self-talk, it's the matter of exercising your muscle. Grabbing those thoughts that passing your through your head, becoming more aware of them, and rerouting them. Like a train that needs to go to a different city, you will need to reroute until the conductor knows. Not the conductor, the train guy knows where to go. Otherwise, you're going to be going by default in circles in a vicious loop of beating yourself up, feeling guilty, starting over, screwing it up and going again. So changing your self-talk was absolutely a tremendous benefit to see how much more compassion I can cultivate, not only for others, but for myself. And it's not selfish. Being kind to yourself is not. Nobody's going to give this to you. And it's going to be harder for you to give it to others if you don't cultivate that kindness and loving feeling of yourself and acceptance of being a human. Humans mess up. Humans feel all the feelings humans experience many many thoughts on any given day 30,000 thoughts but it doesn't mean that you're bad it doesn't mean that you need to judge yourself it doesn't mean that you're alone it doesn't mean that all of those things are true it just means that you need to learn more kindness you need to learn more humility you need to learn more mindfulness and you don't need to become a zen monk for all of those things just a little bit of this helps and okay i hope these exercises were helpful for you and i can't wait to hear how it goes for you if you enjoyed this episode please let me know either reply to my weekly newsletter let me know what you're implementing what's working for you and make sure to go on itunes take a moment to rate and review the podcast to share your thoughts about this episode i would love to hear back from you and i hope you have a beautiful week we're gonna have one more episode of this series and we're gonna wrap them up next month and i hope you are having a beautiful week